0: Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds every single day. Ruto, Blaze, AJ coming at you live as the Avs defeat the Red Bull 5 2 in Detroit. Um, A game that never really felt that dangerous for Colorado. You felt pretty confident all the way through this one. Um, good jump. Yeah, came out hot and scored a goal was seventy five seconds in or something like that. It was pretty quick that they got out to the lead and they never relinquished it. So there were some close moments. Troy made it two one at one point, but nothing really that dangerous. It felt pretty straightforward for Colorado. So. Yo.
1: The abs went 5-2, and we're talking face-offs again. Oh, <laughs>
0: Digging deep. Digging we're deep. on baby,
1: the- <laughs> Dr. Jobs! <Tubbs!
0: laughs> uh, is this podcast like the frequent flyer to the hospital? Like, yeah. we go to the hospital, and we're like,
1: Doctor, I, I've got a light. No. My bro. elbow is sore. Bro, we straight up have that we have that dude on retainer and we gave we gave him his own personal cell phone so that the only one who ever calls it is us and he has it on his person at all times. Uh, we're good. That's it. No more Atlantic Division the rest of the season. Done with it. Get out of here. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah look, I think tonight Was a pretty darn good response. (laughs) To anyone that was worried about the Boston game, this one puts it in the rear view mirror real quick. So good on Yeah, that's
2: that's what good teams do, right? Like they they bounce back. I mean, granted, they they didn't play well in Buffalo either. So Mm -hmm. obviously it's those eleven o'clock start games. They just they can't hang. Uh, (laughs) anything past eleven's all right though, I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't think there'll be too many 11 o'clock starts in the playoffs, so they'll be all
2: right.
1: Speaking of uh, not having to worry about somebody in the playoffs, Detroit, eight straight losses to the ABS now. Uh, somehow there are three other teams uh, that are sitting in a similar boat as I believe LA, Anaheim, and Buffalo have lost seven straight. Wow. To Colorado. Imagine having four winning streaks of seven, at least seven games against other teams like active streaks. <laughs> it really goes to show you how badly the abs beat up on those teams. Last year, last in weird year. division. Yeah,
0: <laughs> They just took L's left and right for sure. Um, the Detroit way, as we call it. <laughs> <laughs> <the> Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Detroit now back to actually 500. So you have the abs to thank for that. Um, uh, alright, who wants to do the 60-second 60, 60 rundown of this hockey game? Should I do it this time? It's all someone, you, dog. Me? Alright. 1, 2, three, go. So, first of all, Avs converted the two for a brew promotion. So, be sure to get your Breck Brew, Get that shit paid for. Go over to Breckbrew.com. Use the two for a brew promotion. And, honestly, I really had very few problems with the Avs' entire lineup tonight. I thought they played pretty solid all the way through the game as a whole. Now, the second period, they Slip, skated through it. They didn't try very much. But again, the Avs turned it up when they needed to. It was never close. You got scoring from the top line. You got scoring from the third line. You got scoring from the second line. You got everything you needed from the forwards tonight. Defense was good enough by a good margin. It wasn't great. You don't, you're not walking away from this going, wow, the Avs defense was the best, but it was good enough. And Pavel Frenzos made the saves he needed to at the end of the game, especially. Got the job done. You can sum this game up as the abs got the job done. Took care of a team that they should beat. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. A
2: little uh, bit longer than mine. Mine was five seconds.
0: Yeah. Seconds. I, I, I use the full 60 seconds when they give it to me. <laughs> use the whole thing. Uh,
1: you're the basketball coach that's that's losing and takes all your timeouts anyway. Yeah, exactly. Can't take them with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's like a super villain origin
1: story. <laughs> what was that last? Laugh?
2: <laughs>
1: one of my basketball pet peeves.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, so let's, let's start with the first two goals in the first period. Abs obviously come out hot. Keep getting pucks to the net. Landy, the one who ends up getting it. But it, it was a weird shift in the first place because the abs – do put Darren Helm out there with the top line, his first time back in Detroit. Um some puck luck there with Kale McCarr cutting to the net or is that all skill? Um
1: I mean both. Sure. I mean I think it's both a skill play. I mean that's a great play by McCar. Yep. Uh and then obviously anytime anytime one of your guys gets to a puck like that I mean, look at Detroit's second goal. We were like, "Wow, that must be nice." Yeah, you know, that's that's like two of Colorado's goals, both come off of plays in which they were deflected by a, a Red Wings player and an Abs player just bangs it home. Sure. So I think that was just that was just how goals got scored tonight. As guys went to the net and they found pucks and put them home, and that was that was really where the scoring took place for both teams. Wasn't a whole lot of like just beat that goalie.
0: Yeah, very true. Uh all of the avs goals. I guess I guess the Nachushkin goal really was there was some skill involved there, but the first three were all off of rebounds.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a there's a whole lot of skill involved in that third goal all the way around. Yeah, we'll get to that, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, uh, the yeah, avs get off will get started off on the right foot and they dominate the first period, uh, particularly the first half of it. It just looked like Detroit was not on the same level as Colorado. Uh, you get to the second goal. It gets a little bit squirrely, right? But that third line of O'Connor, Jost, and New Hook really was humming all night long. So yeah, definitely some positives to look at there. Um, it, it is a bit interesting. As Comfer was the guy that kind of got moved up in the lineup tonight. He was on PP1, things like that. Do you put yourself in a weird conversation here where you're like, going to be hard to break up that third line after a game like that?
1: No. no? <laughs> okay. uh, That's straightforward. No, I, I think, yeah, I think no, just because you're talking about bringing I mean, if McKinnon comes back into the lineup, you know he draws I mean, back in. And,
0: obviously, you put McKinnon in the top six. Like, yeah, uh, and uh, like uh. you,
1: I don't, I don't know that you really have to do a whole lot of adjust. I mean, if you really wanted to, sure, you could leave him there, but you know, you know what you're not getting out of a guy like a JT Comfer. So,
2: yeah that that goal was driven by Newhook too. What a smart decision down there by the goal line. I mean, Comfer had a chance to knock that in, just you know, skates got in the way. I would
1: i would also like to 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 point out that alex newhook gets a little bit of skill going with him tonight yep uh and he has two assists yep yes. I'm not saying he's gonna be a point per game player if he were to be elevated into a lineup but all of this speaks to why the avalanche should be increasingly confident that when Nazem Kadri makes a jajillion dollars in free agency <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna be okay at at two C. Well, uh-huh. you look at the first goal.
0: It's a great breakout by Newhook to get him going the right direction in the first place. Yep. Then he gets involved in the play in of the offensive zone, creates a great A opportunity that doesn't get finished initially. But again, as you said, AJ, the way the game was going tonight, you get the net, you get the puck to the front of the net, you
1: crash it, and good mm-hmm. things are happening. So He almost has that wraparound. Yep. Yep. Like, could have. You're you're talking about. You're three inches from him having a three point night. Yeah. So, yo, if you guys want to call the deer Sir Montague, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm good with that. Uh we'll put a little name plate under there. <laughs> Sir Montague for you guys. Okay.
0: Uh definitely figured this was where the pod was going tonight. Naming AJ's
1: deer, I, I guess, I mean I didn't, I didn't even know that that was a conversation, but it, Look, when when the Abs win eight out of every ten games, like that's kind of what's up, right? True enough. It's uh People don't really have to talk too much to talk about with the Avs right now. It's the same three things. Yeah, par for the course as as it has been. Byron related, how much is Nathan McKinnon's next contract gonna be? And anything related to the trade deadline. Don't forget face offs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, face offs is really, uh, it's like the niche thing that like four or five people
2: talk about a lot. Fair enough. So, what was the face off? What was the percentage? 4357. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to look at it too and what zone that's in as well. Yeah. I
0: mean, I don't. Certainly, I don't think the Avs lost any critical face-offs. Really, I guess you could say. Were there critical face-offs in this game? Not really. I, yeah. One came. One the second There's goal, goal kind of led yeah. to one, yeah. Second Detroit goal that is. Uh, so, you know, it it just didn't matter in this hockey game. At the end yeah, of the day, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is what it is on that front. <laughs>
1: at four to two. Uh, at four to two, the Avs Nazim Kadri lost uh, face offs in the Detroit offensive zone to Pia Suter, Dylan Larkin, and then Ranton and lost one to Larkin as well. And then the Avs won the defensive zone face off and scored the empty net
0: goal. And that was that, yep. So Is what it is. Not going to go too in-depth about it. The one thing possibly negative that I want to talk about here, at least in this period of the the podcast, is the second period for the Colorado. We've watched them make a habit of, especially when they get a two-goal lead, sometimes they're somewhere else for a good portion of the second period are we fine with that? Are we saying it's fine because they're getting away with it? Or do you want to see that get a little bit better, especially against weaker teams?
1: I mean, of course you'd love to see it get better. Of course you'd love to see it tighten up. I mean, the abs, you, you go through the numbers tonight and the abs gave up 18 high danger chances in all situations to the Red Wings. They gave up 35, 33 scoring chances to the Red Wings. They get outshot by the Red Wings. Now, some of these are score effects. The Abs had a two-goal lead for them a long, long portion of this game. Uh, at least a two-goal lead for a long portion of this game. So, some of this is score effects that you kind of brush away, but some of this is also, like, you know, like the... the I guess it's the third goal that really kind of ends that game, right? Because, like, you have the 2 nothing they make it 2-1 and then it's like the next game tells you or the next goal tells you what kind of game this is going to be because if it's yep. 3-1 they you're probably like okay it's probably good uh, and then but if it's 2-2 then you're in a dogfight and it got to 3-1 it got to 4-1 and then you're just kind of like okay um so i'm would you would you love for them to play a little bit better to the eye totally but uh, like they they went two nothing and then 4-1 yeah. Like it's really it's really, really, and, really hard for me to feel too bad about how they played overall. I don't uh, I I need to come up with a term
0: for this for hockey. In WoW, World of Warcraft the game, they have two two things. They have theory crafting, which is like analytical models and looking at it, and then they have feely craft, which is the way things feel. Even if they're not necessarily correct, the feely craft of this hockey game, it would have felt a lot better if
1: the abs got up three, nothing, and then gave up a goal to make it three, one. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the eye test versus fancy steps. Right. Mostly. I, I agree, but I, I want to come up specifically with like a about, word. Yeah. Yeah. What you're talking about is like an in-game thing where you're like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel great to for it to be two, one halfway through the second or, you know, with five minutes left, whatever, whatever it ended up being. Like it doesn't feel great for it to be two one in a game against a team that's not going to make the postseason, but also like, like Detroit's not a bottom feeder anymore. Yep, like they're a decent hockey team. Like they're they're a five hundred club. They're okay. If you're expecting the ABS that the ABS should blow out Detroit caliber clubs, then you're also believing that. They don't need, especially without Nathan McKinnon, yeah. they don't need any help whatsoever at the deadline because they're the best team in the league by a long shot. Because you can't just expect them to blow out Detroit caliber teams willy-nilly. Yep. This was a pretty routine road win. 2 nothing, 4-1, you get out of there 5-2, you don't have Nathan McKinnon. like yeah, Detroit looked Detroit yeah. looked okay they looked competitive were yeah. you was anybody really ever in true concern here that the abs were going to blow this game at some point
2: i don't think the abs were either i mean if you you know when you play hockey and stuff you know there's the thing of being on the right side of the puck and when you're feeling good you take liberties of not going to the right side of the puck which is you know between you basically when detroit has the puck being between them right and your net right and there was a lot of times tonight where if you watch along the boards the abs weren't going to the right side of the of the puck excuse me on that and they were just trying to take liberties to try to get scoring chances so obviously they felt pretty confident that they were going to win this game as well i mean especially when you go up two goals to zero right away
0: and the abs have every right to feel that way i don't think there's any doubt that that they've earned a little bit
1: of leeway when it comes to things like that when you
0: have yeah. the least regulation losses of any team in the NHL. <laughs> when,
1: and when they go up 2 nothing, and then altitude flashes, whatever that was, that they were 29-0-3 yeah. <laughs> the <boy laughs> or whatever it was, it's yeah. like... This is fucking crazy, guys. <laughs> like, they finished these games. So... And I mean, and again, like Nathan McKinnon isn't in this lineup. Yep. You took out, you take out your best player. You're certainly your best forward. You take him out of the lineup and you score five goals. Yep. Like there's been a lot of talk about, oh, the depth needed to do this or that. Well, Landis scores the first goal. Tyson Joe scores your second goal. Kadri gets your third, then Natchushkin. Like you got it out of your first, second and third lines. Yep. With with heavy chip in from the defense because McCarr has a point, has an assist tonight. And Devon Taves has two, so they just keep doing their thing too. I mean, this was just it's easy. It's easy life right now. This is just what's up. Uh, all right, so
0: there's not a whole lot of things better than free beer. Again two for a brew hit tonight tonight was a two for a brew night if you get a breck brew or an avalanche like my favorite you can go on to breckbrew.com make sure you get your receipt keep your receipt when you have score two goals in the first period of a game breck brew will pay for your first beer on them so go jump on it doesn't matter where you buy it from you can get it your first beer from the arena you can go to your excuse me local liquor store pick up some breck brew there they will buy the first beer on them so hit up breck brew for literally free beer and not going to be for a little bit here, but we're the one thing that might be better than free beer is free abs tickets, which Breck Brew is also going to be giving away. Keep an eye out on our Twitter. We're going to be running a little giveaway there. Uh, have your abs gear ready to show off. It it'll be on. It'll be multifaceted. Okay. We'll be we'll be talking about it on the show, but you're going to have to send us some some pictures of yourself and dope abs gear to win the tickets. So. That'll have to be through Twitter. Either way, Breck Brew is dope. They're giving out all sorts of dope stuff. Be sure to check them out because their beer is actually really good too, which, you know, is good for a beer company. Uh, You can get them down at the bar alongside Cold Brew Strava Craft Coffee. You get 25% off of them when you use code DNVR at checkout online. Their CBD-infused coffee is great for migraines, aches and pains, joint pain, IBS, all that type of stuff. And it'll get you going up in the morning just like normal coffee would. So get on it today. They have K-Cups or the normal coffee beans, however you prefer to have it. And you can get, I already said, 25% off your first order. But it's also like 20% off for life if you sign up for their membership service. So be sure to jump on that and get the good deals through Strava. And with that money you're saving, maybe, you know, sign up for a DNVR annual membership. Uh, AJ already mentioned it, but we got a couple of prospect pieces coming out tomorrow, so you're gonna want to check those out and see where prospect date. It, it, it is a, even the, on accident. Yeah. It's prospect. It just worked tomorrow. out that way. Even
1: the, yeah, even we've got a uh, prospect portfolio where Rudo runs down and gives you highlights of the prospects in the system. Megan's got a featured piece on uh, use design and in that'll be running tomorrow, and then tomorrow's pod is the mid-season top ten pro- abs prospect check-in from us. So prospect day tomorrow
0: for sure. If you haven't read AJ's bed and our piece yet, go read that. That's excellent stuff. Should do that. Go check that thing out. Um, yeah. Sign up for the membership, get a free DNVR shirt. Also, we have lots of good shirts. I know, I know a lot of people were talking about the Kemper tonight, even though he didn't play. Uh, maybe someday we'll have, someday soon we'll have a cadre shirt. We're working on it. We're seeing, we're seeing where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> blaze doesn't want any pressure on him for that. <laughs> uh. Uh, we'll see we'll see where it goes i know people want a cadre research so we're looking into it yeah uh, okay second period of the dnvr avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings kings sportsbook uh, honestly i think you you put it very well blaze like you explained the first goal of the game the Evs gave up to detroit halfway through the second period a lot of abs on the wrong side of the puck when you give up a three-on-one <laughs> the other way. Um, it, it's one of those messy situations where an, an errant shot rims around the boards and then Makar kind of makes a questionable pinch and it doesn't work out. But if if we're talking hockey feels, giving up a three-on-one never feels good.
2: <laughs> so. I mean, either, the other teams usually going to score on that, right? Like three on one. Like, come on. Like, yeah. there's just too many options, right? So it's it happens.
1: I mean, would, the you know. only the only real critique that you would have there is that maybe you'd like to see Gerard be a little more decisive. And if he's going to take away the shot, take away the shot. Yeah. Uh, instead, he kind of just takes him away
2: from the equation because
1: (laughs) he takes away the pass but with the pass off the pads that ended up happening it didn't matter and he was just then no longer part of the play
0: like to be honest there's another team out there credit to mo sider that is a ridiculously good pad pass that he made he sets him up perfectly for that goal but.
1: Yeah, well, and then Frankie instinctively is moving to the back to the middle of the net. Yep, because he's on one side and he doesn't know where that rebound is going, and then that takes him out of that position. It's, it's a good goal. It's like it's like when a tennis player, you know, moves the other guy around, and then he and then hits rips the finisher one up the line, and yep. you're like, all right, well, that's where he wasn't. So <laughs> sometimes you just get beat. Yeah. And like your problems with that play start with how the three on one gets created, you know, yep. you miss wide, um, McCarwood with a bit of a, a misplay and a pinch there, and then Burkowski is slow to get back. And so, you know, it's it's multiple guys, yep. Multiple guys contributing to how it gets created, and it's it's you see how, how hockey is made. Like <laughs> it takes little mistakes <laughs> by multiple guys up the ice and, and they make a good play and they capitalize. Yeah. And that's it. That was the end of like them doing a meaningful thing because their goal to make it four to two didn't really change much for me. So I don't really care about it that much. Yep. I care about that as much as I care about the empty net goal, which is to say <laughs> I don't, <laughs> especially the way that they get where Devon Taves defends two guys down low. Successfully yep. blocks blocks the uh, initial attempt and just, just has it land right, right, right back back. Stick yeah. and then Robbie Fabry fucking heals that thing. Yep, he boosts <laughs> that and it still has to go in off of Franzosa's foot to get into the net. Yep, like they they caught every imaginable break to create that goal, and it only just got in. And so I, I don't care about that second goal. That second goal is the hockey gods being the little the 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 Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Just pissing on an Av's logo. That's all that was. <laughs>
2: Uh
1: well And at 4 2, I just didn't in 4 2 with like 10 to play in the third. Uh knowing how it finished up, I don't care.
0: I think yeah. our, our watch along summed it up pretty well when Kadri put in the goal to make it three one. And the the our vibe wasn't, oh, okay, the Avs are up three one, they should win this game now. Our vibe was, hey, Blaze hit another <laughs> bet. Yeah, Blaze make money. <laughs> So, there's a lot of confidence tonight. We'll put it that way. (laughs) Well, today,
1: at 4-1, I was like, should I start writing? And then it was like, well, if I wasn't doing a watch-along, I would. Yep. And I wasn't going to just leave Rudolph halfway through and be like, (laughs) I got it. I could handle it. Yeah, you're a big kid, but I also am not going to be like, hey, I'll do watch-alongs up until... It's time. I am right tired here. to go and would like to go do a, something
0: else now. Goodbye. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. That's true. We're yeah. Going to name Blaze's DraftKings account the Yacht Fund. Yeah. <laughs> like
1: it. 1.1 million. Yeah. Really. No pressure. No pressure. That's really that's need McCarr to win bit.
0: that, Norris. Yeah. Really need it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If McCarr winning the Norris is the difference between yacht or no yacht, my campaigning is going to get very real. There will be cash gifts. It will be a trail of dirty money. It's going to be like college basketball up in here. I'm doing everything I can behind the scenes to make that work. I,
0: I do think uh, a goal near the end of the second period is, is a good note that when the abs want to, they just start doing the little things again, because they get pucks to the net and look at Kadri; He's won the positional battle. He gets himself directly in front of the crease and he's the one to pick up the rebound and, and put it in. It, it's not free to just walk in front of a, a team's goalie. They don't give that up very easily unless you're the abs sometimes, but we're not going to talk about that tonight. <laughs> but it, again, did the Avs play their
1: absolute A game tonight? Nah, probably not. Did they play well was enough it? to win? Yeah, I'd say I'd say they played a B game without Nathan McKinnon, and yep. that gets it done. Yep, that, and it was a bounce back. They're good enough. They're good enough to get to get it done, even against a team that's, that's solid. solid. As Detroit. Yeah, this is not. I mean, they're not Buffalo, Arizona, Montreal caliber. Detroit just isn't anymore. As, as much as it pains me to say, they're just a little bit better than that. <laughs> Yeah. They're, and they're look, how, look how look how easy that Kadri goal is. Like, look what it is. Look how it starts. It's there's nothing fancy about it. There's nothing cute about it. It's Miko Rantanen and throws a puck. It hits some bodies. Azam Kadri just it it they get a good bounce and it just he just bops it in. And it's, you're done. And it's three-one and you're just kind of like KU. I mean goals like that are exactly
0: why you fight to be in the good positions, right? Yeah, a lot of the time Kadri's going to be standing that front there and nothing comes of it, but he's well, there and and ready at the right time.
1: What I what I also really like is that it's just a couple of game minutes. Yep. Because they they make it 2-1 at 11:35. So you're halfway through the game at that point. All right, well, they're feeling good if it's 2-1 going into the third period. They're feeling like, "Hey, we're in this thing." Instead, 18 at 18:19, just under 2 minutes to play, they get that Kadri goal. All right. And then just over two minutes into the third period, they get the Natushkin goal. So they finish the period strong and they come out in the third. And instead of Detroit having some big push or whatever, the abs just drop it on them. And then it's four one. And even the most optimistic of optimists has to be like, this is kind of an uphill climb now. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. I do want to talk about that Natushkin goal a little bit more, but first, if you actually want to watch the abs in Denver, Avaka TV has you covered. It's an actual television service that actually will broadcast the ads for you to an affordable price. You don't have to go over to DirecTV and pay for all that. Obviously, Comcast still has their issues. Avaka will give you Altitude TV and other national channels right to your television for just 25 bucks a month, plus 5 bucks more for their transceiver. Uh, it's an over the air plus internet, so you do need an internet connection, but it works just like normal television. You get on there, you pick up the remote, you turn on your TV, and you're watching altitude. It's super easy. You don't have to jump through any of the hoops like unfortunately, so many of us in Denver are used to at this point to watch an Avs game.
1: You don't it have to do it that me tonight. Oh yeah? Avocate TV. What'd they say? That Avocat TV rocks. True. It's like Seriously, that happened.
0: No argument there. It's it's genuinely the easiest way to watch the ABS. So jump on it, go get Avaka. Also, if you're a if you're a baseball fan, they will carry Altitude Sports or not Altitude, uh, AT and TV Sports Network as well. So Denver Sports, they got you covered on your TV for an affordable price. A vodka is the way to do it. Go get it today. You can go to Avaka. I believe it's avaca.tv. Hang on. Hang on. I for, I've forgotten their address. Let me look it up. It's not every day that that I mess up a, a read, but sometimes it happens. Sorry, Avaca. Uh, all right. Avaca.tv slash DNBR. I was right. Should have trusted my gut. That'd have been fine. Unfortunate. <laughs> Head on over there. Go get yourself Avoca TV. And then you can hit up DraftKings Sportsbook. Follow Blazes bets and make yourself a good bit of money. As only hit two of the four because the power play didn't come through tonight, but hit hit the big pluses. You hit you hit the plus win one fifteen on the ABS and then the plus one seventy five on Cadre's got you in the black. So, boom, go get some money. DraftKings, of course, they have ridiculous offers almost constantly. It's actually incredible how much money they're giving. You bet. On a new account, use code DNBR. Bet $1 on any NBA team to win their next game. You get $150 in free bets. $150 to just mess around with. No risk. Have a little bit of fun. You might as well, right? You can check out same game parlays. You can do all sorts of crazy stuff. You can bet on cornhole. You can bet on the National Chess Championship. You can bet on probably sports that I've never even heard of. So go do whatever you want with DraftKings. It's, It's dope highly recommend you have a little bit of fun it always makes stuff better especially like i i i'm pretty sure aj is the same way but when i have trouble sleeping and it's like four in the morning and it's like let's go see what random sport is on at four in the morning and i'll just throw a couple bucks on it just for fun since i can't fall asleep anyway yep uh Good way to pass a little bit of time for sure. So download that Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNBR when you sign up to get that $1 for $150 free bet on the NBA. DraftKings an official sport betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's get to our king of the game before we get to that fourth goal, because I think the fourth goal would qualify as the play of the game. But we're giving the king of the game to the man Rocket, Gabe Landeskog himself. He picks up two goals, has five shots on goal, led the way getting the first goal for the Avs. We'll finish it up getting the empty netter for the Avs. As AJ mentioned, on a night without Nathan McKinnon, I think the takeaway we had for the top line, at very least, is you see McKinnon go out of the lineup, and as Gabe Landeskog the one stepping up in his stead.
1: Yeah, uh, Gabe Landeskog tonight, just to get into um, what kind of Lances, night that top, yeah. the top line had: twenty-five to twelve in Corsi, uh, eleven to six in shots on goal, fifteen to six in scoring chances, and four to four in high-danger chances. Fifteen to six in scoring chances. That's pretty good. <laughs> 15 to 6. Ridiculous. That is some creation. Yeah. Doing a good job there.
0: Yep. I mean that's just it's just good quality hockey from that yeah. top one too.
1: Well, when it started literally the first shift of the game. They, yep. it goes to show you that sometimes the third guy truly doesn't matter they because t- Darren Helm up up they
0: still just dominated that possession. <laughs> yeah. They
1: put him out there for a ceremonial first uh first shift. He gets through two whistles, they keep him out there, and he picks up an assist off of it. <laughs> like one, good for him. And to like he legitimately helped. Like it wasn't like a bullshit assist, it was a good assist. Yep. But but two, it just goes to show you that sometimes when those guys are vibing. Okay. Even without Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Turns out they got a lot of good hockey players on this team. uh, uh yeah, I mean. Nathan McKinnon, what, breaks 50 points tonight? Or Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog breaks 50 points tonight. Yep. With goals 24 and 25 on the season. Yes. <laughs> he has 51 points in 43 games. Wow. That's good, fam. So
2: that's, unreal. that's
1: the third banana on your top line. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's get to the best play of the game. I want to hear Blaze's answer to this before I hear AJ's. On the Val goal, who made the better play? Is it Andre Burakovsky or is it Val (laughs) Uh,
2: it's. I mean, it's Val. Like, he picked that up with his skates and then made a nice move to deke out the goalie to get him to freeze so that he could put it in on his backhand. I mean, you've got to give it to him. That's a lot of skill right there. From a guy that we generally make fun of, like, him scoring goals off of weird parts of his body. That was a very nice goal.
0: And does that, does he do his feet get an assist on that goal? Is that, <laughs> is that how we're going to, going to mark it down on the sheet?
2: It <laughs> should be, it, sh-
1: it, sh- it should really be the Chushkin, the feet, Burkovsky. <laughs> <laughs> Take the point away from New Hook. <laughs> yeah. No, no more New Hook multi point night. <laughs> okay. And I, I,
0: don't really have a strong argument against Blaze here. It's yeah. a ridiculously good reception from Nuke and a, and a great finish. But AJ talked about it on our watch along. Anyone doubting Burakovsky, go rewatch that goal and watch the work he puts in and the play he
1: makes to even create an opportunity. Well, for he, starts, he starts that breakout in the Ozone, by the way. He starts that breakout by deking a dude and then getting it up to... Newhook, and then when Newhook rims the puck, Burakovsky makes a bee line, cuts in between four Red Wings, wins that puck, and pass and just throws it over to Nuke, and the rest is all Nuke. It's a yep. great play. Like that's yep. not a that's not a high quality pass from Burakovsky, but when you consider the fact that he just won that puck battle in a sea of red, that dude wins the puck and just throws it to Nuke and says, "Do something with it," and he does. <laughs> And that's like that's the play where Nachushkin didn't was not doing shit like that when he got to Colorado. He certainly wasn't doing it when Dallas paid him to go away. And that's the thing that he's added to his game, where you're like, it's that skill element to go along with all the hard work and all that other stuff. He's starting to show that kind of that kind of finishing ability. It's a great play by chushkin But if you're if you're trying to figure out, if you're sitting around and you're tweeting angrily about Andre Burkovsky not scoring and not being useful. And when's the last time he even made a nice play or whatever?
2: Well, there you go. You know, you know the other funny part of that goal is, is this is going to be a little bit long-winded. Well, not too long-winded, but as I was growing up, like my coaches would always say, 95% of goals are scored on the ice. I'm like, oh, okay, coach, whatever, you know. Because everything that you see, it's like all the highlight, right? Bar down, like just these sick plays you watch tonight's game starts making a lot of sense. And then as I got older and obviously started coaching, I started saying that the players, players just look at you funny, but you realize like, you know, the highlights are showing a lot, but those goals getting into that dirty zone, either making a play like that or getting a rebound is what, how a lot of goals are scored are on the ice.
0: Yeah. So. I, You know, 100% agreed. It's great to go bar down. It looks dope, but a lot more likely to score a goal when you're shooting it where the goalie isn't, instead of trying to snipe one through a millimeter <laughs> hole past his ear. You know,
2: yeah.
0: It just how it uh, just how it works. You don't necessarily have to lift it all the time. You know, abs. Did
2: a also, great when job Thomas Price Hatsukin leads the net, and yeah, you make yeah. a really nice. <laughs> like,
1: I'm not sure what he's reading there. Like Nichushkin, like we we give him great. Like he does a great job here. But he's just like... Yeah, he was...
0: Nechushkin does just do drag it. it back to the backhand nicely, but it, yeah. Grice was full send on that forehand, and Nechushkin yeah. didn't get that <laughs> much of a lean that direction. I don't know. But you know what? He carried a I will great say,
1: opportunity that close to a goalie. Like, watching it, though, like, Nachushkin pulls it to his forehand. He does. And, yep. Grice, and Grice immediately commits to it. So yeah. when he reads that and he goes to the back end and goes around him, it was like yes. Uh, hey, uh, so well,
2: especially when me. there's so much there's traffic on the other side of the net too, right? Like it's not it, like it's a – sort of yeah, they're yeah. coming
1: back, so yeah. they're not they're not like established, but they're getting there. Yeah, it was not open ice though. No,
0: ah, that that hit by cider on Berkey really wasn't that big in the third. Just so we're clear, uh, he was yeah, he was off balance yeah, when he got it, hit. It, it, it's a common thread that I see where. People will see a hit of a guy that's off balance, and they think he got crushed, and it was really like, yeah, hey, he just kind of fell over.
1: Well, and it's and like if you've ever been hit like that, it doesn't, it does, it's nowhere fine. near the same. Yeah, those yeah, those are is, fine. Yeah. Your momentum's already going that way, and so you're just kind of like, okay, well, I got there faster, and it looks cool, but <laughs> it doesn't hurt anymore. Yep. Whereas, like if you get stood up by a dude, that I mean, feels like you've been hit by a train. Yep. Yes. So very, very different. Uh, we
0: got a couple Super Chats to get to here. I believe in you, producer Yahir. here?
2: <laughs> uh, something happening right now? you
0: abandon us? All right, it's fine. I can do it. Uh, $5 from Blake. Been dealing with a concussion, and the watch-along was awesome, so I could just listen and not be on a screen. Thank you, guys. Bo? <laughs> Does that yeah <hit? laughs> <laughs> And then five dollars from Pin King. AJ needs to show DNVR videos on his TV in the background. <laughs> LOL.
1: would be pretty fine. I think I'll start doing that. Having having other pods running on YouTube in the <laughs> yeah, background. There you go. I'm good A with that. A little bit of or inception. just have just one on mute in the background. Yeah, the inception. Just like style. ten seconds delayed. <laughs> yeah, <It's> the ultimate <laughs> arrogance. <laughs> I have my own pod on. <laughs> oh, this would be so good. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, so
0: I really don't think this was this complicated of a game, but uh, nope. any any final thoughts you guys
1: want to add? I I will say um really liked really liked uh Jost with new hook. Agreed. I think that would be a thing that I would be curious to see them maybe explore a little bit. Um Loc's L- got to get the cobwebs. Yeah,
0: it's it's been a not struggle a for a bit too long yeah. now for him. Yeah,
1: because too too much of a hard fourth line energy coming from both knack and LOC at the same time. Yeah. They're very redundant guys. With their skill sets, the fact that they're both right wings, if they're if one of them's not gonna play at a 30-point pace, they're both gonna play at an 18-point pace. There's not yeah. room for two of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't, it's, I, it's to one of those guys has a three year deal. <laughs>
2: I didn't so. notice Snack tonight. Is that a good thing or a bad thing?
1: I, I, most nights I don't notice him as games go on. I notice him a lot more early in games when he's feeling he's got a little bit of jump, feeling good, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But <clears throat> tonight I didn't really notice him at all. And it was it was more it was more like depth. The, the the I had I had more issues with Colorado's defenders than I did forwards. Uh, I thought I thought Jack Johnson was really bad again. Yeah, I thought I thought EJ was kind of that typical sort of. There was, some was good. Like there was some bad. Yeah. Like there were there were things that you could if if you really wanted to go to bat for him you could if you really wanted to dunk on him you could. Um and and I thought it was just kind of more of the same uh, a lot of what we've seen from him this year where there's a little bit of good a little bit of bad but I don't feel strongly um I thought both Taves and Macar had moments especially Taves I really didn't like his puck management yep. um I didn't have a super strong problem with Ryan Murray but again putting up bad numbers is, is concerning um yeah.
0: He had one play that I think was like, Yeah, you want better than that,
1: that I remember, where he, he just straight up turns over a puck in the offensive zone. But Gerard defensively I didn't like tonight. I didn't like him defensively. Um offensively, I just don't think he did enough. That the second power play unit was It was a ghost, non-existent. Pointless. It's just Gerard and Taves throwing pucks back and forth to each other, like yep. are you gonna try something or are you? And they tried they both of them were like, now you do it, and then nothing gets done. You do nothing
0: until there's 10 seconds left, and then you throw a shot from nowhere, and it's right.
2: like, uh, whatever. Especially and, when there was lanes to the net for both of them, too, yep. where they just they deferred on those both of those times that I saw. Well, them.
1: and certainly with their really limited ice time on the power play, uh, their problems are not as magnified as the top power play unit looking yeah. horrible. So... But some of that, some of that is also like, look, and I'm not going to put all of it on JT Confer, but he takes that spot on the top unit. The top unit is now, uh, I, I say, is now. It hasn't been good for a month. Like but that, McKinnon to months.
0: JT Confer is a big step down. It is, yeah.
1: and they treated it that way. Yeah, um, they treated they treated that top unit because they didn't shade over to try and worry about JT Confer's existence.
0: Yep. At all. Pretty much. Um, just for for notes, excluding Curtis McDermott, uh knack was the lowest TOI at just 824. So
1: yeah, eight twenty-four. And I think what really, really, really hurts Abe Kubel is that he doesn't do anything on the either special teams unit. Yep. He's never been a PK guy ever in his career. He's, he's not a PKer, and he's not a power play guy. The
0: only forward, I guess, depending on how you feel about McDermott, uh <clears throat> to not play any special times team. <laughs>
1: It, yeah, I mean, McDermott at five minutes, right? But if you're going to play five minutes, you can't take a penalty, but at least his shot metrics are good. Yeah, it's uh, – we don't need to have this conversation again.
0: McDermott's a known quantity at this point. It, yeah. It is exactly yeah. what it is. It was, another, it, it was another
1: normal night for Curtis McDermott where yep. you're just like, please don't screw anything over, and then he does <laughs> something dumb, and this one – this something dumb was a penalty. Yep. And then you're just like, all right, well, we'll see but 13-2 and 1 without Nathan McKinnon that's pretty good. Yep. Last note
0: solid night for Pavel Francouz. Stops yeah. 32 of 34, makes all the ones that the Abs need him to.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. a couple of a couple of ones were down the stretch you're like all oh, big save. Yep. Where you're like, "Hey, if that if that if that puck goes in, you have a problem." But I don't think uh, I don't think he was great. I just, no. Good. He, he didn't have to make goodnight. any any ridiculous saves, but he made the good ones. Yeah, good night for him. Okay. He just continues to do his thing, man. He just keeps rolling along. We are like this guy is rock solid as a backup. Yep. yep. He's going to he's going to have a night like he had against Dallas where it's just not very good. Um, you know, That's where he's just like, meh happens to every backup in the league. Yeah. And but but I mean his overall body of work just continues to be you're just like you guys like Blam. Guy that too. easy okay
0: we're gonna get out of here for the night thank you everyone for hanging out we appreciate all of y'all so much whether it was the post game, the pre game, or the watch along hanging with us uh we hope you enjoyed we will be back tomorrow with the prospect podcast as mentioned and from there friday we got a busy day we're making a lot of cool stuff trade deadline related be sure to keep your eyes out for that in the next week or two should be fun uh yeah we'll talk to you mm. on the next up oh.
1: If we have anybody, uh, if we have any on the off chance, we have anybody in Ukraine tonight. Be safe, friends.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hopefully you can all stay safe. Obviously, situation going over there is not great. Anyway, we love you. We'll catch you on the next one.